Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Weeknights are busy, especially in the back-to-school season. We're not just adjusting to school drop-off and pick-up and work and all of those things. We're also adjusting to activities and getting our schedules to the point where we can actually sit down and have a family dinner. However, I know that life happens, and sometimes we need a shortcut. And that's what we're talking about today, those busy nights where you need to get dinner on the table and you want to get your family something nourishing, but you need something that could be a little bit of a shortcut. Today, we are talking about how to put dinner on the table in just about 20 minutes using some shortcut dinner options. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. I'm Chris Dovniak, your host, and like I said in the intro, today we are talking all things shortcut dinners because we all have busy nights. And where I would love to tell you that you could be eating fully from scratch, home-cooked meals all week long, every week in under 20 minutes, that is often not realistic at all. Meal prep helps. That's something I love to talk about for getting dinner on the table quickly, but it's also helpful to have those quick and easy options on hand or just to grow wrap the store quickly for quick and easy dinners. So I started a series back in the spring over on Instagram of shortcut dinners. So I would grab an option usually from Trader Joe's and show you how to put together a really quick 20-minute dinner. These are realistic dinners that we made for our family when we had busy nights. And so I decided to start sharing them with you and you guys love them. They're some of my most viewed, most commented on, and most liked posts or reels over on Instagram because 
because I think we all need that realistic, here's what to make when you don't have a lot of time to cook. And so today I want to devote an entire episode to shortcut dinners for those busy school nights because like I said, we're all kind of getting back into our routine and I want to help you make that routine a little bit less stressful and still have you cooking at home instead of, you know, grabbing takeout several times a week because you just can't handle it. Have some shortcut dinners on hand or know what to grab at the store for shortcut dinners so you can have dinner on the table in a reasonable amount of time and still be able to sit around the table as a family and enjoy dinner. So what are shortcut dinners? Shortcut dinners are, there's no real definition, but my definition of shortcut dinners are dinners using quick grab ingredients from the freezer, the fridge, or the store. So I keep a handful, actually more than a handful, probably a dozen of shortcut items on hand to make easy dinners at any point. So I don't always keep all of these on hand, but most often I do actually keep all of these on hand. And then there are also quick and easy options that I grab from the grocery store if we want a quick and easy dinner as well. So I will share all of those with you. And then we're going to focus on four shortcut dinner options today. And we'll do more episodes in the future on shortcut dinners as long as you guys like this episode. So what are the shortcut items that I like to keep on hand? You've seen some of these over on Instagram. Frozen breaded chicken is one of my favorites, mostly because I love fried chicken. I love that crispy, crunchy chicken. Um, And I should mention that a lot of these shortcut dinner options are not the quote unquote healthiest option, okay? I am all about eating lots of real, nourishing food, but I'm also all about balance. And I really subscribe to the idea that the more you give yourself these really nourishing, nutrient-dense foods, the more your body can handle on the other end. So when I'm sharing all of these with you, I am not telling you that you have to go out and buy the organic option or this specific product. Find what you can. Find the one that you enjoy. Some people really love the red bag chicken from Aldi. I'm so-so on that one. I much prefer the one from Trader Joe's. But frozen breaded chicken is such a great quick option to put on so many different things. It's actually one of the four that I'm going to share with you later today. You can put it on salads. You can put it in wraps. You can put it on a sandwich. You can put it on top of pasta. There are so many different ways you can cook with it, and it feels a little bit gourmet because you have that crispiness of the chicken, Uh, but it's chicken, so it's super neutral, and most people in the family enjoy it. I know that my kids really enjoy it. Sorry, I'm banging things over here. (laughs) Number two, frozen meatballs. Another option that are really quick and easy to make at home. I love meatballs. My kids love meatballs. I love making a double batch of meatballs whenever I do make them. So I have my own shortcut option on hand in the freezer. They're really easy to defrost or just reheat directly from frozen. I will cook them fully and then reheat from frozen. I find that a lot easier than um, trying to freeze them raw and then cooking them from there. I like cooking them and freezing them frozen, Uh, freezing them frozen, freezing them pre-cooked. And again, it's not just pasta for frozen meatballs. There are so many different things you can make, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Frozen peeled and deveined shrimp is an awesome, awesome option. I buy the raw shrimp because shrimp cooks up so fast. There's no reason to buy pre-cooked shrimp. It'll just end up overcooking. So peeled and deveined shrimp that you can just pop out of the bag and throw into a stir fry or any of the other options I'm going to share. It's a great protein option. Again, really simple, very family friendly as well. 
I also love keeping the frozen cauliflower cauliflower rice stir fry from Trader Joe's on hand. This is a specific option. Um, they do have other options at grocery stores. I've seen them around. I just happen to like the uh, the one from Trader Joe's. If you have a Trader Joe's nearby, that one is so quick and easy, and it's got a little bit of seasoning on it, but the ingredients are really simple, so I feel good about serving it to my family on the regular, and we really enjoy it. It's basically frozen cauliflower and some chopped veggies and some corn and uh, some seasonings, and it's really easy to just saute up add whatever your favorite proteins are. And we love adding some extra veggies to it as well. You can add an extra stir fry mix to it. You can add some uh, mushrooms and edamame to it. It does have peas in it, so it doesn't necessarily need edamame. uh, But we like adding some edamame to it, some sauteed shiitake mushrooms in sesame oil. And that just adds a really nice flavor profile to it as well. Fish sticks. I feel like fish sticks are like the OG. Fish sticks and chicken nuggets are like the OG shortcut dinner options. Uh, We want to go a little bit beyond chicken nuggets, but come on, you guys. Fish sticks are so good. (laughs) Maybe that's just me, but I think they're so good. Uh, I shared this summer a fish stick fish taco over on Instagram, and I I still I still love that option, and the kids really love it too. Um, so that's a really good, easy option. You can just serve them up with some homemade tartar sauce, which is just mayo and relish, and I just get good quality mayo and good quality relish, uh, and it's delicious. And then whatever you want to do on the side, some, you know, frozen uh, steamed or roasted veggies. You can do some sort of a potato, you know, a sweet potato fry, potatoes, um, Roasted potatoes, I mean, potato fry, whatever it might be. Uh, really, whatever you want to serve up with your fish sticks. I also really like it with slaw. So just a quick and easy slaw with some fish sticks is a great quick and easy dinner. Non bread. I love keeping non bread on hand. I like the fresh non bread for the purposes of shortcut dinners a little bit better than the frozen, but frozen non bread is great to keep on hand for quick dinners as well. Uh, it not only goes really well on the side of any sort of curry, which can come together really quickly, um, it also goes really well for pizzas. You can do little mini personal pizzas, and as long as you keep pizza sauce and cheese on hand, you can throw basically whatever toppings you have on hand on top of that non bread, pop it in the oven at 400 for like five minutes ish, not too long. You can even broil the top to get the cheese super melty and a little bit golden, and it's dinner in like 10 minutes. Super easy. Another option we'd like to keep on hand is chicken sausage. Chicken sausage is one of the most versatile proteins. We use it all the time, and we always have at least one pack in the freezer and or the fridge. I mean and or. Usually we have one in the freezer and one in the fridge because it is pre-cooked. I love pork sausage as well, but the reason I'm talking about chicken sausage is because the way it's made, it is pre-cooked. And so, yes, it does need to be reheated just for food safety purposes, but you can basically cook it up in any way you want to, and it takes just a couple minutes. And, you know, that's my kind of shortcut dinner, right? So something that's already pre-cooked, already made, and comes together in a couple of minutes. And there's a ton of ways that you can use it. Everything from peppers and onions, and you can do that in a bowl with rice or cauliflower rice. You can do it on a bun as well, a little bit of cheese on top, um, to just a chicken sausage stir fry. You can do chicken sausage sheet pan meal. We'll talk about a ton of other options in just a little bit. I've mentioned this a couple times, but having frozen mixed vegetables on hand or just frozen vegetables, we like frozen broccoli, um, frozen cauliflower makes really quick and easy cauliflower uh, mash. That's a great quick, easy side option as well. 
You can do California veggies. I like to use those in curries because they cook up really quickly. And it's a good mix of usually broccoli and cauliflower and carrots. There are Asian mixes, like a stir-fry mix that you can use for stir-fry. Frozen vegetables are so great to keep on hand for a quick veggie option. And the thing about frozen vegetables, I think I need to do a whole episode on frozen vegetables and how you can use frozen vegetables because there are so many different ways. But uh, they're budget-friendly. You can keep them on hand so you always have vegetables on hand. And they're actually frozen, vegetables and fruit, at their peak ripeness. So you're getting really good quality fresh vegetables. There, I think, was a misconception for a long time that if it's not fresh. It's not good quality. Uh, It's very high quality when it's frozen. Canned is a little bit different. You lose something in canning, uh, but frozen vegetables are great. So I highly encourage you to keep frozen vegetables on hand to make sure you have those vegetables in your meals because we all know vegetables are good for us, right? A shortcut dinner option that is pretty common in most kitchens are canned beans. The nice thing about canned beans is that you literally just dump and rinse and use them in whatever dish you're using them in. Obviously, it's a little bit more budget-friendly to cook your own beans. What I like to do is cook a big pot of beans when I am feeling beans, when it's kind of chilly season. Um, I will cook a big pot of beans in the Instant Pot and then freeze them in bags, in Ziploc bags. I'll freeze them flat on a sheet pan and then remove the sheet pan from the oven, then not the oven, <laughs> from the freezer. And And uh, it's early in the morning, if you can't tell by my morning voice. I should have mentioned that at the beginning. But you know what? Here we are, 10 minutes in. And uh, if my brain's still not working, it's because uh, I haven't had my half-calf yet. So (laughs) it is what it is. So I like freezing them flat on a sheet pan in the freezer and then removing that sheet pan. And then I have beans that are basically like canned beans, but much less expensive pennies versus like a dollar per can, Uh, depending on where you get them. They're a little bit less at Aldi. Uh, Pasta and sauce. Uh, super, super quick and easy shortcut dinner options. Uh, I know some of these are really obvious, but I'm just trying to give you some ideas for things that you can keep on hand for quick and easy meals because you might have forgotten about some of them. Just making sure that you have a jar of sauce and some pasta on hand. You can mix that sauce with some ground meat. And, you know, I like mixing it with vegetables too, with mushrooms or zucchini or sweet potatoes or carrots. I shred those last three up. Um, So easy to have a really delicious, quick and easy meat sauce for dinner. Uh, Add a little splash of cream at the end and you've got a little bit of almost like a bolognese style sauce. So good. So pasta and sauce. Keep them on hand. Super easy. You can do gluten-free pasta. You can do regular pasta. You can do chickpea pasta. Totally up to you. Uh, I also like keeping gnocchi on hand. Gnocchi is so good as a quick option because it cooks up so fast. You can cook it up, toss it in some sauce, toss it in some pesto, toss it in sauce, top it with some cheese, pop it in the oven. You can also throw it on a sheet pan with a bunch of veggies and do sheet pan roasted gnocchi. It's delicious. It gets nice and crispy on the outside. I love it. Um, And you can do it straight from the package. So those are some of my favorite shortcut dinner items to keep on hand. Another idea that I've seen a lot of people use, uh, and I think is a great idea if you have a microwave, we do not. Um, But frozen rice or quinoa, they have uh, packages pretty much any grocery store, but they have them at Trader Joe's is where I see them from most often online. Uh, Keeping those on hand is a great way to have a quick grain option too for bowls. Though I love my rice cooker. As you will know in the next episode, I definitely recorded a whole ode to the rice cooker episode. Uh, But we'll get there when we get there uh, because it's quick and easy and uh, much less expensive to make it on your own. I think a rice cooker is a great tool to have on hand for shortcut dinners as well. But we're not talking about tools today. We are talking about ingredients. Some of the things I like to purchase on the fly for quick and easy dinners. Rotisserie chicken, 
rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken. Um, and also rotisserie chicken. <laughs> We buy a rotisserie chicken uh, at least once every two weeks, if not once a week. It is so great for a quick and easy dinner. It's also great to shred and use in meals all week long. Oftentimes I find one rotisserie chicken is enough for four of us with one side maybe. So oftentimes I will buy two. One will be dinner that night and the other one I will use as part of my meal prep. And yes, it counts as meal prep if you didn't cook it in your own kitchen. You're still prepping things for the week. That is meal prep. So just, you know, quick little pep talk there. I love a rotisserie chicken alongside a salad kit. Salad kits are really quick and easy. Caesar salads are go-to. We'll do a chicken Caesar salad if you want to make it crispy. Then you can use the frozen breaded chicken, but I love rotisserie chicken. Any sort of salad kit makes a quick dinner. You've got the veggies. You have some sort of a sauce. You've got the protein. You've got dinner super easy, especially when it's hot out, which I know that it's September now. So depending on where you are, uh, it's it's still warm here. <laughs> Very warm, uh, seeing as we just moved to Florida. So uh, salad kits and rotisserie chicken are a great go-to. Ravioli or tortellini is also a great go-to because they come together really quick. Again, I'm going to shout out Trader Joe's, but Whole Foods also has great options as well. They have lots of different flavor options. That's one of those things that you can keep in the fridge and they last for a long time as well. And pizza dough. You can use pizza dough for so much more than pizza, though I am a huge advocate for pizza night. You can make calzones. You can make stromboli. Uh, There are a lot of different ways that you can use pizza. You can make garlic knots to go alongside of, you know, a soup or whatever you might be making. So pizza dough is a great one to have on hand as well. And you can cut up pizza dough and make individual pizzas like I mentioned with the non bread as well, individual calzones, individual stromboli. It's a great way to just have a base that you can work off of and add your favorite toppings to as well. So I just gave you 15 different ideas for shortcut dinners. Now let's dive in to four different shortcut dinner ideas. Um, I'm going to do a whole episode on the ways that you could use rotisserie chicken. So we're not going to talk about rotisserie chicken today. We are going to talk about breaded chicken, meatballs, shrimp, and chicken sausage. And so this is going to be sort of like a mini segment on each one of these to give you a ton of ideas for things for or meals that you can cook this week using any of these four items. There are over 60 ideas here. Okay, so buckle up. We're going to keep it fun. Here are some awesome, quick and easy ideas that you can make with shortcut dinner ingredients. All right, let's dive in to breaded chicken. One of my favorites and my go-to with breaded chicken is a chicken parm. I'm using quotations there uh, because basically all I do is I take the frozen breaded chicken, I cook it most of the way, I flip it one last time so that the top is nice and crispy, I add a little bit of sauce, and then I add shredded cheese, usually a shredded mozzarella, not actually Parmesan, usually a shredded mozzarella, and then I pop it back in the oven until that's bubbly, and I serve it up with roasted broccoli. It is such a quick dinner. You could do pasta on the side as well. My family's usually fine with just the chicken and broccoli, Uh, but it's really delicious and super quick and easy. I mentioned this before, but I love doing a barbecue chicken or buffalo chicken salad as well. You can get a salad kit or you can make your own base. Uh, I love doing a base of just romaine lettuce and then either a ranch or a blue cheese dressing. Again, you can make that yourself or you can buy a pre-made option. There are a lot of great pre-made salad dressings. Obviously, it's not the most budget 
budget-friendly option, but it's one of those things I like to buy at Thrive Market just to make sure that I have something quick and easy on hand so I can make a quick and easy breakfast. So barbecue chicken or a buffalo chicken salad is great with that crispy breaded chicken. I also love, like I mentioned, a crispy chicken Caesar salad. And for that, I typically use the Caesar salad kit, but Caesar salad is so easy. You can make a homemade Caesar dressing or a store-bought Caesar dressing, toss it with some romaine, grab some croutons, or better yet, make some homemade croutons. They're super easy if you have an air fryer. They take about five minutes in the air fryer. I just toss them in some oil, Italian seasoning, garlic powder, and salt, um, bread cubes in that, and then add them to the air fryer at 400 for about five minutes. And then you have quick and easy croutons that taste better than what you can get in the package. And then top with some Parmesan cheese. If you want to get fancy, you can do a little bit of bacon. Great. Super easy dinner option. Speaking of bacon, chicken bacon ranch wraps. I shared these over on Instagram. So I take a lettuce wrap. You could also do a tortilla as well. And I add chicken. So my frozen breaded chicken, some fresh cooked bacon, tomatoes, and ranch. They're crisp they're delicious, whatever way you do it. If you're doing a, a wrap, I recommend adding the lettuce to it too, because the lettuce does add some of that like crunchy crispness to it, uh, which is really, it's a really good juxtaposition with kind of the heavier chicken and bacon. And then I do a homemade ranch. I make it in the blender uh, and it takes about five minutes total. So super easy. It's basically just dried dill, fresh chives, some dried parsley. So I do sour cream, buttermilk, mayo, and garlic powder, onion powder, and salt. And I know those ingredients don't necessarily sound the best, but they are It's so tasty and so delicious. And you made it home. And uh, you can use it all week long. So uh, those are are some of my go-tos. I also love hot honey chicken sandwiches. Also made these over on Instagram. I'm not just promoting my Instagram account, you guys. You can go over. You can see everything that I've shared over there. But you're here listening. So I'm going to share it with you over here as well. So for a kind of faux hot honey chicken sandwich, I take a really great bun. This makes a difference. So I use a brioche bun. I love the brioche buns from Aldi. They also have a good one at Trader Joe's. Um, a Hawaiian bun's really good with this too. And I cook up the chicken nice and crispy. I drizzle it in hot honey. My favorite is the spicy shark hot honey. Uh, but Mike's hot honey is good too and then I top it with a slaw and some pickles. My husband and I took these this summer to go watch a concert uh, in kind of our town square and overlook the water. It was so delicious and we agreed that it was way better than anything we could have gotten at a food truck. So that's a great quick option. Bowls are also a great option with your breaded chicken. So making a sweet chili chicken bowl is really easy and feels really fancy. So I'll use rice as the base and then I will slice up the chicken and I will top it with a sweet chili sauce. You can either you can either do that or you can similar to the hot honey chicken where you kind of drizzle it with it. You can also toss the chicken with sweet chili sauce and then slice it up as well. I top it with green onions and sesame seeds and then some sort of a veggie. I like frozen broccoli roasted up. Frozen green beans are great or just a stir fry veggie blend. Uh, You can steam these, you can roast these and that makes a really awesome easy bowl. Another great easy bowl that you can make is kind of a faux chicken katsu bowl. So chicken katsu is Japanese fried chicken. This is obviously a little bit different. It's not fried with panko breadcrumbs, but you can take the same concept. You can do some short grain rice or sticky rice. So sushi rice is basically just rice with a little bit of sugar and a little bit of rice vinegar or sweetened rice vinegar, which is the combination of the two. So you can do that if you want to, or just do rice in the bottom. And then you can make a homemade tonkatsu sauce. And that is the sauce that is just typically 
typically serve with chicken katsu. And it's basically a combination of ketchup, soy sauce, brown sugar, mirin, which is Japanese rice wine, uh, or rice vinegar. You could use that instead if you don't have mirin on hand. And then a little bit of sugar um, and ginger and garlic. And so that combination of kind of the acidity and the sweetness. Oh, I already said sugar. Sorry. Ketchup, soy sauce, brown sugar, mirin or rice vinegar, ginger and garlic. Uh, and the kind of sweet and acidic flavors are really delicious. Uh, and just trust me on this one. You can toss that on top. It's really good. And then I like to serve that up with a simple slaw. Uh, katsu, whether it's chicken or pork, at many Japanese restaurants is served with some sort of a slaw and or daikon. And this kind of helps to cut the kind of fattiness of the fried chicken. And I like that same vibe when you're doing a chicken katsu bowl. So you've got the rice, you've got the chicken with the tonkatsu sauce, and you have some sort of a simple slaw. So I'll use a slaw, a slaw mix or shredded cabbage and just toss that with a little bit of mayo, less mayo than you would use on a traditional slaw, some minced ginger, some soy sauce, some vinegar, and some sugar, um, and just a little bit of that, a little bit of organic cane sugar. And yes, I do use actual sugar in my cooking. And this is something I started doing more when I created the Pro-Metabolic Cookbook with Dr. Heather Rhodes, uh, because in Pro-Metabolic Eating, they talk about how your body really likes quick forms of glucose, and I'm not going to get too much into into nutrition right now. Um, but I started using just little bits of sugar and I find a little bit of sugar goes a long way. So in terms of flavoring foods, I oftentimes like a little a little drizzle, not drizzle, a little sprinkle of sugar, a spoonful of sugar, if you will, um, rather than adding some like coconut sugar or one of those alternatives. I find I use less and it adds more flavor. So if I mention sugar, I'm just talking about a little bit and it adds so much flavor. So let's let's not demonize sugar and let's uh, use it as one of our one of our flavor elements because we know that sweet is one of the five tastes and that the foundations of flavor are taste, texture and temperature. And so that's one of those things we want to bring in, right? Uh, we need to revisit the flavor foundations. We'll do that soon. I promise. <laughs> so Another option that I love is doing a bruschetta chicken. So you take that frozen breaded chicken, and I like doing this in a cast iron pan because you can actually cook the chicken directly in the cast iron pan, but you can also do it on a sheet pan as well. And you just top it with some store-bought bruschetta and some fresh mozzarella. It's a very it's very similar to the kind of homemade chicken parm. It's more of a fresh take on chicken parm, um, but I like doing that fresh sliced mozzarella and then just broiling it so the mozzarella gets nice and bubbly. Bonus points if you put fresh basil on top as well. And this is really great to serve. Um, you can ser to serve alongside pasta. You can also do with a kind of a crusty bread. Lots of different options there as well. Of course, I mentioned chicken parm, but I'd be remiss. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention you could also make it into a chicken parm sandwich as well. Um, that's also a great quick and easy option. And the other thing that I was thinking about when I was kind of coming up with notes for all of you on this is uh, I haven't tested this yet, but you could also do like a copycat Mandarin chicken. You know, the Mandarin chicken from Trader Joe's and or any American Chinese restaurant you go to, you could do kind of an orange glaze. I'm thinking one with some marmalade and make a faux mandarin chicken and serve it on top of rice. If any of you want to want to test that out, uh, get back to me and tell me how that is. <laughs> so a ton of options with frozen breaded chicken. Let's move on to frozen meatballs. There are so many different ways that you can use frozen meatballs. Like I said before, it's not just about throwing meatballs in, in some sauce and throwing them on pasta or throwing them in a crock pot with grape jelly and Heinz chili sauce, which 
not a huge fan of, but I will tell you that when I made a copycat version of them, I quite enjoyed them and definitely ate a lot of them. So uh, I don't know, maybe it's something about the Heinz chili sauce, but uh, we're not talking about those options today. Well, actually, let's start there. Let's start with you can just do spaghetti and meatballs and canned sauce. Super easy, quick dinner. Uh, Or you can do a meatball ziti bake. So you can cook up some ziti pasta. You can chop those meatballs if they're big. Uh, If if you're using larger size meatballs in half or quarters, toss it with some sauce and some ricotta cheese. Put that in a casserole dish and top with some cheese. Pop that in the oven and it's, it is a home-cooked meal. I was going to say it's like a home-cooked meal. It is a home-cooked meal. It's just a shortcut home-cooked meal. If you have a little bit more time, that's a great option. I shared two wrap ideas for meatballs over on Instagram, my Greek chicken wraps, where I do a uh, Greek yogurt sauce, or when I say Greek yogurt sauce, it's like a quick tzatziki sauce, and I add a quick Greek salad, so just some chopped cucumbers and tomatoes, red onion, kalamata olives, so add the meatballs, the sauce, the salad, top with some feta cheese, and you have a quick and easy Greek wrap. Hummus is great on there as well, or a barbecue chicken wrap where you make a quick slaw. And for that, I just use slaw mix, mayo, apple cider vinegar, a little bit of mustard, a little bit of honey, um, whisk that all together, a little bit of salt, of course, make a quick slaw, put the meatballs on top, drizzle with some, I actually toss the meatballs with barbecue sauce and then drizzle with a little bit of extra barbecue sauce at the end and then add some pickles to that. Barbecue chicken wrap. You can also do this, um, either of these on a bun as well. Uh, meatball subs, similar to the chicken parm, cook up the meatballs, add the sauce, this is these are not revolutionary. These are so so simple, but I just want to give you some ideas for things that you can do with those frozen meatballs once they are in your freezer. Um, you can also do Greek hummus bowls. This is also something I shared over on Instagram. So I do a huge a huge spoonful of hummus. Like we're talking like a quarter cup of hummus in the bottom of a bowl. I add some couscous, which I think is an underrated pasta. You all, couscous is delicious. It's not just for Moroccan cooking. Couscous cooks up in five minutes. You boil the water. I add a tiny splash of oil, a little bit of salt. You add the couscous in. You cover it. Five minutes later, you have a grain side to your meal. It is a pasta, so it's not gluten-free unless you get a gluten-free couscous, but it's a great option. You could also do quinoa instead of couscous if you are gluten-free. Add those meatballs on the top. The same salad I mentioned for the Greek chicken wraps, some feta, We love these bowls in our house. You can do a copycat Swedish meatballs. So you can make a quick Swedish meatball sauce and or buy the Swedish meatball sauce or the gravy, I should call it, because that's what it is, uh, from Ikea. Next time you're at Ikea. Uh, They also, I think, have a frozen meatball option as well. So maybe just do that. Uh, but you could do a quick gravy um, and add, toss that over some meatballs. You can serve it over mashed potatoes, roast potatoes, some sort of potatoes, even sweet potatoes. And that would be a quick and easy option as well. Kind of a faux Swedish meatballs. I also love meatballs in meatball soup. Italian wedding soup is one of my favorite soups. I have that recipe on my website. I will link that in the show notes as well. Um, Or an albondigas, which is a Spanish meatball soup. And so you're getting together all of the other ingredients for the soup. So carrot, celery, onion, garlic for the Italian wedding soup. I do some orzo. I do a little bit of spinach. And just getting all those ingredients ready. And then you're just adding in the meatballs at the end or, you know, 
halfway through cooking to heat them up, but you're avoiding the part that's taking the longest, which is making the meatballs. So you're cutting the soup preparation in half with that. Uh, and also a recipe on my website that I just recently redid is the Greek lemon orzo. Lots of Greek suggestions here. I love Greek food, especially in the warm weather. So I've, we've been eating a lot of it lately. Um, so my lemon orzo with meatballs just using frozen meatballs instead. That recipe is also on my website as well. So a bunch of different options for meatballs there as well. And I should mention as well that meatballs are just tiny little balls of meat, tiny little balls of ground meat. So you can use them anywhere you would use meat. You can cut them up. You can quarter them. Uh, you can use them in a lot of different ways. You can use them, like I said, in wraps. You can use them in rolls. You can use them in pasta. You can use them in pasta salad. You could put them on top of rice. I didn't mention putting them on top of rice as a rice bowl. There are so many different ways you can use them, so don't be afraid to go, oh, I need a protein option, and just pull out the frozen meatballs and try it and see how it goes. <laughs> okay, let's talk about frozen shrimp. I think I have the most ideas, uh, either the most ideas for frozen shrimp or frozen chicken sausage, They, uh, or fresh chicken sausage for that matter. They rival each other because there are so many options. So let's dive into things that you can use with those frozen, raw, peeled, and deveined shrimp. My favorite is the wild Argentinian shrimp from Trader Joe's. I think they are, you know, they taste great and they cook up really beautifully. So those are my favorite, but any sort of frozen, peeled, and deveined shrimp we often have in our freezer. So a few options. Cilantro lime shrimp. I love just sauteing up the shrimp, adding in some lime juice, garlic, a little bit of chili powder, fresh cilantro, throw it on top of some rice, you've got dinner. A quick jambalaya. So using some leftover. Actually, let me tell you what my husband used to make in college. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this in the podcast before, but he used to make this dish that he called jambalaya, which is not at all jambalaya, but it does have kind of a jambalaya vibe. But you could totally make this and it's actually really delicious and I miss it sometimes because he doesn't really cook often because he's busy. So uh, he would use leftover rice and a can of salsa, not can, jar, a jar of salsa. And he would cook up some chorizo sausage, some sort of spicy sausage, and then add in some frozen cooked sh uh, shrimp that he would cook on the side. And it was so tasty. Um, so a quick jambalaya is a great option to make with shrimp uh, and leftover rice as well. Obviously, you can do a stir fry with leftover shrimp. You can use the cauliflower stir fry from Trader Joe's, like I mentioned, stir fry veggies, put it over rice. Uh, shrimp fajitas are a great option too, because shrimp cooks up so quickly. I would recommend cooking the peppers and the onions before and then adding the shrimp. So whether you're roasting them or you're cooking them in a pan, or you can do them in separate pans as well. Serve them up with some tortillas with some fresh cilantro. You could even do avocado, sour cream, cheese, how, uh, salsa, however you like to serve up your fajitas. Shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi is delicious. If you're craving something kind of comfort foodie, sh scampi is basically just a garlic butter wine sauce. It's very, very simple. Um, you can look up recipes online. I really need a recipe on my website. Maybe we'll do a recipe in the cooking club for a shrimp scampi. It's great over pasta, over orzo, which is obviously a type of pasta, or over rice. You can serve it up with just some green veggies. So broccolini, broccoli, green beans, spinach, kale, all really delicious. Um, and don't uh, kale might be a little overpowering, but the rest of them aren't super overpowering to that shrimp flavor as well. So that's a great quick option if you want something kind of comfort foody in that way. My sheet pan pineapple shrimp over on my website. So it's a Hawaiian 
shrimp recipe with broccoli and pineapple. And I make a Hawaiian barbecue sauce, which does take a few minutes, but you could buy a store-bought Hawaiian barbecue sauce. I like serving that over rice or cauliflower rice as well. And that's a great sheet pan option. I love shrimp tacos. So I will just cook them up in some taco seasoning. I like to serve them up with some cilantro lime slaw. And for that, I just take a regular slaw mix and I add lime juice, avocado oil, lime zest, a little bit of chili powder, a little bit of salt, um, and toss that all together with a little bit of cilantro. Avocado is great. Um, You can also use my cilantro lime sauce as well instead. Um, So I use, it's a yogurt sauce with cilantro and lime juice. Jalapenos or pickled jalapenos would be great on top. Pineapple or mango would be great on top as well. Lots of options for shrimp tacos. You could also do an Asian shrimp salad with slaw as the base. I love slaw, if you haven't noticed, as an easy option for getting some veggies on the side because it's already pre it's already pre-sliced and it's also pretty budget-friendly as well. There's a lot of pre-sliced and pre-chopped vegetables that are not budget-friendly, but slaw is the exception or uh, one of the exceptions. So I will do a kind of an Asian-style slaw. I usually choose one that has red and Uh, green cabbage and then some carrots. And then you can toss that with like a peanut sauce or you can toss it with some sesame oil and a little bit of rice vinegar, uh, maybe a little bit of soy sauce, ginger. um, And you can toss that all together and then add the shrimp. I like adding some mango to that as well, some chopped peanuts for kind of a little bit more of a Thai feel. Super delicious. If you add a little bit of sriracha to the dressing, then you have a little bit of spice to that as well. Another way I love to use shrimp, especially if the grill is still out, is grilled shrimp skewers. You can make grilled shrimp skewers in so many different ways. You can do pesto. You can grill them up and add chimichurri to the top. You can do sweet chili shrimp skewers. You can do an Old Bay butter where you melt butter and whisk in some I like garlic and Old Bay. You can do a lemon garlic butter. So you have lemon, half butter, and some fresh garlic and just marinate them in them for, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. You don't want to marinate your shrimp for too long because it'll start to break down and the texture won't be great. It'll start to get a little bit uh, hard and you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want to marinate. (laughs) If you marinate a little bit too long, your shrimp will get they'll start to cook and you'll get they'll get too hard, especially if your marinade has some sort of acid in it. So think ceviche. Um, If you marinate too long, they'll get too soft and mushy. So there's a little bit of a, you know, maybe about 10 minutes. You'll be good. (laughs) And then skewer up those shrimp and throw them on the grill. They take about two to three minutes per side. Very easy. Obviously, you want them to be defrosted. If you're going to do this option, if you're marinating, you want to make sure they are defrosted. Uh, You can do a faux pull, pull boy. So I don't know why this is so hard for me to say. A po' boy. So this is like a New Orleans style recipe. I would just toss shrimp, cook shrimp with Old Bay and or cook with some Old Bay. And then you put them on a bun with lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, and mayo or a New Orleans remoulade. So a remoulade is... It is a French sauce. It's kind of reminiscent of a tartar sauce. It's got some pickles and some capers in it, typically, and some fresh herbs. But a New Orleans remoulade is usually mayonnaise, hot sauce, pickles or capers, mustard, and uh, sometimes some Creole seasoning or some smoked paprika in there as well. So it's a little bit sweet and smoky and hot as well. Um, There's got to be some sort of, there's a little bit of sweetness in there too. So there's got to be a little bit of sugar or honey in there as well. So that would be a great option too. I'm actually going to make these (laughs) because uh, I, you know, I thought of the idea and it's been a very long time since I've made them and I'm like, "Mm, those would be really delicious. So I'll make those soon and I will report back to you likely over on Instagram. Uh, And then uh, coconut shrimp curry. Coconut shrimp curry is great. Again, shrimp cooks up really fast. So I love cooking up the shrimp 
taking it out of the pan, adding in, or you can add it in at the end as well if you wanted to as well, cooking up some vegetables. You can use frozen vegetables, adding in curry paste, coconut milk, and then adding those shrimp um, into either cook or back in at the end before you're about to serve. Delicious, super easy. Serve it over some rice um, or cauliflower rice as well. And then last but not least, there are so many options for bowls with frozen shrimp as well. We're mostly talking about proteins here. I didn't really mention in the beginning because proteins are oftentimes the star of our dish. And so having that protein that's already easy to cook or cooked and ready to go in the case of meal prep is what's going to make things happen so much faster in your kitchen. So I love doing a shrimp bowl because shrimps because shrimps because shrimp come together so fast so a cajun shrimp bowl with some rice or polenta in the bottom cajun shrimp and some sort of a green i like kale um, with this as well is a really quick and easy option Uh, my bang bang shrimp bowl which is over on my website as well i do a quick slaw rice again, as we do often when we are doing bowls. But again, you can do whatever green you want on the bottom. If you don't want to do rice, you could do millet, you could do quinoa. I do prefer rice for this particular recipe, but just as an aside. uh, And then I do a quick bang bang sauce, which is basically just sriracha and mayo and sweet chili sauce. And it is so delicious. And uh, so I bread the shrimp ahead of time. So you could do shrimp that's not breaded. It does take a little bit away from the flavor, but I bread the shrimp in some cornstarch and then pan fry it and then toss it with some of that uh, bang bang sauce, some slaw, and then over the rice. And it is so good. A little bit of green onions on top. You could do a Mexican quinoa or rice bowl, kind of like a chipotle style bowl with shrimp as your protein option. So you can do everything you would do on a bowl. You could do black or pinto beans. You can do some sort of salsa, avocado, cilantro, guacamole, lots of different options. Think of anything you would put on a bowl at Chipotle. Add some shrimp on top. And then a poke style bowl with avocado, mango, seaweed, cucumbers, wasabi, or sriracha mayo. Again, serve it over rice. Uh, I use cooked shrimp for this, just really quick cooked shrimp. And then I chop it up and put it on top. I don't actually do raw shrimp for this because I I am all about raw fish, but something about raw shrimp is just not it's not my thing. Uh, it kind of freaks me out, just food safety and uh, all that jazz. But uh, that's a great quick option as well. There's a recipe in the uh, cookbook I did with Dr. Heather Rhodes if you want a specific recipe for that, um, if you happened to grab that back in July. So, oh my gosh, you guys, I cannot believe that we are already at 40 minutes, but I want to give you some ideas for chicken sausage, and then we will go ahead and close out for today. Like I said, 60 options, so many different options here. I hope I am sparking some of your inspiration uh, when it comes to shortcut dinner ideas. I will have a whole list of these in the show notes as well. Okay, chicken sausage. Mentioned this before, but sausage and pepper rolls, you can also do this in the slow cooker and cook up sausage and peppers. uh, And super easy. You can put this on a roll. You can add cheese at the end. Uh, I like to broil it as well. You can also use the frozen peppers and onions. I like the fire-roasted frozen peppers and onions from Trader Joe's. You can also turn this into a bowl. So you can do this over cauliflower rice, over regular rice, basically just sauteed uh, peppers and onions, sauteed sausage, whatever flavor you like, and add that all on top of a bowl or in a roll. 
very, very easy dinner and definitely a crowd pleaser. Pasta. There are so many ways that you can serve chicken sausage on top of pasta. You can use it crumbled in place of meat in a quick ragu style sauce. You can make a white bean and chicken sausage pasta. I have a recipe for that in my SOS Family Dinners uh, ebook. You can do a chicken sausage and broccoli and lots of olive oil with garlic and red pepper flakes, lemon juice, and then whatever pasta you want to add. You might want to add a little bit of the pasta water as well to make it a little bit more of a sauce. Um, I like a recchiette. That's my favorite. It's your pasta. It's my favorite type of pasta. Gnocchi also works well. And then a lot of Parmesan on the top. That's a great way to use chicken sausage. Comes together in about five minutes. I mentioned non-bread pizza. Chicken sausage is great on top of pizza with pizza dough that you picked up or on non-bread pizza. You can do a skillet chicken sausage and veggies. These take about 20 minutes. So just make sure all your veggies are chopped to the same size unless you are using like a potato or a sweet potato. Any sort of quick cooking vegetable you can just toss with some oil, whatever seasonings you love. Add it, uh, add some sliced chicken sausage, pop it in the oven at 375 to 400 for about 20 minutes. Serve it over rice, cauliflower rice, quinoa. Super easy. You can also add a sauce to the top if you would like as well. I mentioned the quick jambalaya before when I was talking about shrimp, and this also goes for chicken sausage, especially if you have like an andouille or chorizo chicken sausage, something a little bit spicy. You can do chicken sausage and veggie skewers. So whatever vegetables you like to put on skewers, I love peppers, I love onions, I love mushrooms, um, and you can skewer them up with the chicken sausage, and they cook up very quickly on the grill. Again, about 400 degrees. Make sure that you drizzle them really well with oil. You can do salt, any sort of seasonings that you would like on top of those as well, and they will come to together quickly and you can serve them with any of your favorite sides you would serve on the grill chicken sausage and white bean soup. So I have a chicken sausage, white bean, and kale soup on my website that comes together very quickly uh, for a soup. You know, soups oftentimes take a long time. You could also use the Instant Pot for this as well, but I just make it on the stovetop and it's like a 20-minute soup. I don't let it simmer super long, just enough time for the vegetables to cook, and I love that option. Zupa Toscana is also a soup option that would be great with chicken sausage instead of regular sausage. Uh, The potatoes do take some time to cook, so this might be a little bit longer than a 20-minute dinner, but a Zupa Toscana is a great option with chicken sausage as well. You can also use chicken sausage in place of meatballs in the Greek meatball wrap or in the barbecue chicken wrap as well. Any sort of wrap is a great way to serve up chicken sausage. Again, it's pre-cooked, so it's a great quick and easy option. I love doing a chicken sausage and gnocchi pasta bake, similar to what I shared with the meatballs. Slice up the chicken sausage, add the gnocchi, add some sort of, you can do sauce or pesto, toss it together, pop it in a casserole dish, top it with a little bit of cheese, pop it in the oven. It feels like a gourmet meal or, okay, at least a home-cooked meal. And uh, you can serve it up alongside a salad. And then finally, apple cabbage saute with some sort of a sausage. You can cook them up whole or you can slice them up. I like serving this with mustard. So this is a little bit of kind of like a a German style. You could also just do some sausage with sauerkraut and then whatever side you want. I love a German potato salad, but that might take a little bit longer than 20 minutes to pull that all together. But I love doing an apple cabbage saute where I saute onions, I saute apples, and I saute the cabbage with a little bit of apple cider vinegar. Let that all cook down. It takes, you know, maybe 10 minutes to cook that up. And then you can cook the sausage alongside and serve that up as well. It's especially good if you have bratwurst. Wow, friends, so many different options. Uh, I guess this isn't really a shortcut episode so much as it 
is about shortcut dinners, but I hope this not very shortcut episode is giving you so many ideas for shortcut dinners. I apologize if I'm a little nasally today. I realize my nose is a little bit stuffed, but I already started talking. (laughs) And uh, ask for, uh, what is it? Ask for forgiveness, not permission. So that's what I'm doing right now. (laughs) So I hope this was helpful for all of you friends. I just gave you over 60 shortcut dinner ideas that Almost all of them come together in about 20 minutes for your busy weeknight. So no excuses. You can cook dinner tonight. I give you a ton of different options. Grab some of these shortcut dinner options next time you are at the grocery store. Try some of these ideas out and I will come back with more shortcut dinners in the future. Have a great week. Until I talk to you next time, happy cooking. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to healthymamachris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.